Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting where today I am going to be talking about bullies. Question is, is your kid a bully or has your kid been bullied? And we'll talk about that in this episode. So the big question is this, how are parents like us who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough? How are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today we're going to be talking about bullies. Whether you are a bully, your kid's a bully, or your kid has been bullied, what are some of the measures you could take to ensure that these things are handled properly? So I was doing a live broadcast a couple years ago when I first started thinking about even talking about doing this parenting thing. And on my live, you know, as you've heard in a number of these episodes, uh, I will talk about uh, just nurturing, uh, growing respect, teaching your kids respect, teaching your kids integrity, uh, uh, consequences for actions. However, we need to also uh, reward behavior we desire. There's a lot of things I talk about on here. There's not a lot of preventative stuff. It's more about pouring into your kids. And if you pour into your kids and you spend uh, quality time with them, I believe that they're going to be far better off than if you don't. And bullying is no different. I read in my early years of being a parent, probably maybe even before he was born, uh, my first was born, I read somewhere that the more involved the parents are in your children's life, even at school, if, if a father in particular is more present, the odds of your child being bullied greatly diminish. And what it said was, the bullies understand that the parent is highly involved and the bully doesn't want to suffer the consequence of a parent who's highly involved and visible at the school. Chances are they're just gonna veer from that child. One, chances are they know the parent and if you're involved and you get to know all of the kids' classmates, your kids' classmates, there's gonna be a level of respect for your parents, for you, and therefore your kid's gonna have respect of these bullies knowing that, hey, they're probably pretty involved subconsciously. These kids are gonna think, wow, they're pretty involved. Chances are uh, they're not going to pick on or bully your child. And even thinking about this topic, and, and I understand that not every parent can be highly involved at school, but we can teach our kids at home that they're loved, 
that they are to be respected, to create boundaries for people, to stick up for themselves. Because <clears throat> the one thing a bully, most bullies have very low self-esteem. And they get a high because they have more control over someone of lesser power than them or weaker than them. So the number one thing that a bully tends to veer from is anybody who will stick up for themselves. So if you teach your son or daughter to stick up for themselves, for speaking up for themselves, again, the odds greatly diminished of them being bullied. Now, I was just reading an article yesterday when I was thinking about doing this topic. And there is a group out there of people who wrote a program on how to educate the teachers and staff to deal with bullying. And I love, it's like an anti-bullying program. As I read through it, and obviously they didn't give me the details, but it's really not an anti-bullying that that's that's what grabs attention right if you notice my titles grab your attention because there's the opposite of what you believe them to be like don't ever you know treat your kids well you know you should do your kids homework more often You're like what do you mean what is he where is he going with that let me listen to what he has to say here anti-bullying that's like oh yeah we want we don't want bullies but what do we really want uh in chapter i don't know what chapter it is in my book one of the chapters is don't tell them what you don't want them to do tell them what you do want them to do so the same thing here we don't necessarily want anti-bullying what we want is our kids to love on each other more and this entire program talks about how to positively uh, help the bully by offering a mentor twice a month for an hour where somebody comes in and spends time with this kid who is uh, obviously has low self-esteem may not have the positive uh, stability or parental aspect at home and just to have somebody come in who's trained right or has materials to pour into this child. Ooh, pour into. I think I had uh, earlier this week uh, that same title. Let's pour into our children uh, so that they'll pour into us. And when somebody of authoritative figure pours into a child individually, takes them aside outside of a classroom or uh, like a boys and uh, a big brother program at a school. They just get that mentorship of someone who says for just a couple hours, it doesn't take a lot. You're important. You're important enough for me, for me to take time out of my schedule and I don't even know you. That's, that's the message that that sends. So what I subscribe to and, and what I believe in is there's a statistic that I found in my book that the average father this is such a sad statistic for those of you listening the average father looks at his child in the eyes an average of 15 minutes per week 
I have this book title in my mind, uh, it just takes 15 minutes. Uh, but the idea is it takes 15 minutes a day of dedicated time towards your child. I believe that's all you need where you say this time is for you. Again, in my book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, which you could access at be the dad you wish you had .com. Chapter 38 is Daddy Talk Time where it's 15 minutes after we've read books, after we've said prayers, or laying in bed, and we talk about his day. We talk about what's going on at school. We talk about his, the things he enjoys doing. We talk about his new uh, found love for lacrosse. We talk about how much he uh, doesn't like spelling at, at school and how much he likes science. You know, we have these conversations where I get to know his likes and dislikes, uh, which gives me insight on where where to focus energy. We need this quality time so that they know that they're loved, so that they have a strong self-esteem, so that they can stick up to that bully. So that they don't become that bully. And again, we can only control our own children. We can't control the children outside of our home. What did I say there? Empower them to have the self-esteem to stick up for themselves. Empower them with certain tools to have self-esteem. Empower them if you're capable of doing so by showing up and having lunch with them. You know, on that note, I have lunch with my son at school probably on average about four times a year. And I just had lunch with him last week and I got there and uh, and, and I do host at the school. I, I created a program uh, at, at my son's school called FBI Dads, Fathers Being Involved, where I host on average 75 dads come in and have breakfast with their kids in the cafeteria where I do a program uh, that an interactive program for them to have real dialogue. So because I am the one on stage and my son is on stage with me oftentimes, uh, I don't get the interaction part with him, right? In that atmosphere at school. So I make sure I go out of my way to go and have lunch with him. So in addition to six of those breakfasts a year, I, I do on average four lunches. Um, I'm capable because of my work schedule to do these things. Some people would call that lucky. And, and I'm not saying this to brag. Uh, I, you know, I don't know jack about parenting. What I do know is my own experience in life. And in my life, uh, I had a mother who worked a tremendous amount of hours to support us and an absent father. And I vowed to myself when I was, when my wife got pregnant that I wasn't gonna miss anything, any of his events, and I was gonna be highly involved in his life. And I made a career choice and a career choice change at that point. I took a significant pay cut temporarily so that I could build a coaching business um, and be at home 
So I know a lot of people, I, I, I love it when people say, wow, you're so lucky you get to work from home. You're so lucky you get to pick your kids up. You're so lucky you get to be involved in the school. No, it wasn't luck. Just so you know, it was designed that way on purpose. And it wasn't without a lot of sacrifice. That was my conscious choice. I'm not saying that my choice is better than anybody else's. But I personally get slightly offended when other people call it luck. Um, I did it so that my son wouldn't be bullied or my kids wouldn't be bullied. I did it so that they feel loved. I did it so that hopefully all the sacrifice that I've made, which I think it, we should make as parents, it's just my opinion, um, pays off where I have very respectful, productive members of society that are my kids. That's my wish. That's my hope. And I don't know if it's going to pan out or not. All I can do is my part. All you can do is your part in your role. Study. Find out what good... I googled this stuff. I, I have... A, you know, what is good parenting? What is... You know, how do we prevent our kids from being bullied? How do we do all of this stuff? Somebody has gone through this way before you and I use the resource listen to podcasts get other people's perspective and then do what's best for you and your family but again it's not anti-bullying it is loving on our children whether it's the bullies who don't get as much love at home if you can mentor them mentor them if you have the ability to be involved in the school, whether that's through the PTA or volunteering, do so. But most important, build their self-esteem by letting them know that they are loved. I don't know jack about parenting, but I think love is the way. I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at be the dad you wish you had.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.